Welcome to this very special episode of My Climate Story, a podcast series from the University of Leeds where we celebrate members of the global Leeds community making a difference in climate action. Now, in this episode, we meet the incredibly inspiring Aya Al-Shikawi, who studied an MSc in Environment and Development at Leeds and graduated in 2020. Aya is the founder of Recyclizer, an Egyptian startup that takes plastic waste from the streets and recycles it into mulch film, which farmers use to protect agricultural crops. We'll discuss the countless setbacks she's overcome to get to where she is today, and that includes fighting gender discrimination and battling each day with extremely serious illness. Aya travels to the COP27 conference in her home nation of Egypt, and she has responsibility for the Youth and Future Generations Day. So she's obviously incredibly busy, and we're very grateful that she has had the chance to join us. Yes, it might be nice to start sort of right back at the start, just to give some context. So your kind of upbringing and what made you interested in uh, working in sort of envir- the environmental field and, and the work that you do? Uh, what, make, what made me uh, very uh, interested in this field is uh, that uh, I personally suffered from uh, the plastic pollution problem or the environmental pollution problem uh, myself and my my neighborhood, my family, and uh, fa- and uh, recently my father. My father has passed away um, seven months ago due to um, due to a lung tumor, and the doctors said that it, it is because that we lived in a slum place uh, polluted polluted with uh, many uh, microplastics and uh, that stuff that uh, if, if affect uh, the, the lung. So uh, this uh, recent uh, event in my personal life uh, like motivated me more to, to be uh, to be in depth to delve more in this uh, field. So this originated from my uh, from my childhood as I saw uh, plastic waste, I saw solid waste in every place uh, where I lived in uh, Cairo in Egypt. Uh, it was like uh, it's it's a, it's a normal scene in my neighborhood. You'd re- you'd started Recyclizer in 2018. How did that start and, and where did the idea come from? So by research, I found a, a lot of uh, information and papers about uh, the mulch. The mulch, which means cover, uh, the mulch is, uh, is, uh, is made from uh, different uh, materials and one of them is plastic. So I thought in recycling this plastic waste into plastic mulch films. And this film is uh, covering the, the agricultural soil, uh, like uh, on the soil, uh, to protect the to protect the plant from uh, from the the growing uh, harmful weeds around the plant, and to keep the humidity inside the plant. So, uh, at the by the uh, at the end, we uh, we reduce uh, the amount uh, loss of uh, of uh, water of irrigation water and we uh, decreases um, we decrease the um, the evaporation rate 
and uh, and finally we uh, we eliminate the food insecurity uh, problem by reducing the amount loss of uh, crops uh, by by the, the damage by the, the harmful weeds so it's a travel solution yes. and where where were you getting we to gather the plastic were you go were you just do you just ask someone to deliver all the waste or how, how did you get the plastic? Yeah, we collected the, we collected a considerable uh, amount of plastic waste from, uh, from our uh, uh, resources, uh, like the co-founders of, of the startup at the beginning, we collected uh, from our neighborhood, from our yeah. relatives, from our friends. And then yeah. <laughs> we started like this. And, uh, and now we are, uh, we have, uh, we have, uh, we have providers. Okay. Fantastic. It's brilliant. And what, um, when you, when you went to Leeds, <clears throat> how did you keep it going? Like did, did your business partners just carry on with the business or what happened? We took mm -hmm. the decision together to stop all, to hold all the process until I come back from the UK, which is uh, which was very beneficial. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the knowledge that I received uh, uh, at the period when I, during my study period in the UK, uh, I told them a lot of uh, new information that was uh, beneficial for our startup and for the product itself. So you came, you came to Leeds. Had you been to uh, England before, or had you been to Leeds before you you landed? I uh, I I haven't been in the UK before, and I didn't visit any European country. Okay. Before it was yeah, my yeah. first time to be in Europe or in the UK, yeah. and uh, actually it was the second travel experience for me outside Egypt. Yeah. And when when you when you arrived in Leeds, what were the first what were your first thoughts? Was it was it cold? Was it wet? <laughs> yes, it was cool for me, especially <laughs> that I came from uh, from African country yeah. like Egypt. Yeah. We have uh, we have a good weather. We have not warm, but uh, it's okay. It's okay, especially mm. in, in the summer season. Uh, so when I Traveled to the UK and uh, landed in Leeds. It was mm. very cold, and yeah. <laughs> it was like I'm very cold. I feel cold. I I didn't I didn't feel my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this time, <laughs> and it was the first time for me. And um, what are kind of your fondest memories from from your your time at Leeds? Do you have any standout moments? I made a lot of mem memories that I share in uh, my social media platform, uh, social, yeah. social media handles uh, mm -hmm. through in Instagram and Facebook. And I tell uh, my followers because I have uh, many followers in Egypt, mm, yeah. not just from Egypt, from uh, the MENA region, I think, and may, may also be outside the, the MENA region. Mm. And I tell them, I told them about uh, my experience in the UK and I shared a lot of pictures that I took uh, in York, in uh, London, in, um, in different in Leeds, in different places in the, uh, the UK. Mm. And I tell them uh, this place is, uh, is uh, this, and uh, I visited uh, this, and I took picture in this, and all nice. the facts about all these places. 
they, we we are we are in Egypt. We are fascinated by the UK, by the way, and we we love the UK places. We love the the weather. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, brilliant. And then, so, what's been the biggest challenge that you've had to face with the business? Yes. It it is not uh, it is not uh, easy for women to work in this field. That uh, there are few few examples of women leaders mm. in the environmental field, especially yeah. in the waste management sector. So this was my biggest challenge at the beginning for me personally, okay. and for the team because uh, we because uh, most of the team are uh, are females. Mm. So the look that we receive in Egypt. We are uh, the female uh, entrepreneurs working in this uh, waste management sector. Mm. It wasn't easy at all. It was very, very uh, difficult. Yeah. What, uh, what, what, go, what were those yeah. challenges? Was it like people wouldn't buy your product, or what was the what were people doing? Our biggest challenge is the mindset yeah. and the um, the environmental knowledge of the recycling process in Egypt. And Egyptians don't know a lot about uh, plastic recycling and waste recycling. How can I benefit from uh, from uh, giving giving you my my uh, my waste? Mm-hmm. So we thought in uh, giving giving them back uh, points or uh, like uh, money for yeah. giving us uh, their uh, their waste. Okay. So the mindset and the culture and the 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 low environmental awareness in Egypt. Mm. People didn't want to give you the plastic in the first place. They didn't refuse, but it was it wasn't easy. Yeah, it wasn't easy because we don't have uh, the home segregation uh, waste mm-hmm. management system, and we don't have the the domestic uh, home segregation system. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's was, interesting. Yeah, um, but we aim to to make. Uh, to make an impact in this point, like yeah. I mentioned before. One other thing that I wanted to mention that I'm, I think I saw it in your British Council application, um, yes. is that during your your journey and, and growing up, you've you struggled with um, an autoimmune disease, um, which has affected you since childhood. Has that had any impact? I'm suffering a lot uh, when when I work or when I study, but uh, when you saw when you see me, you see me as a, a normal person. But mm. but uh, internally, I'm suffering. I really su- I'm really suffering from this uh, disease. Mm. But um, I I wanted to uh, change this suffering experience to something that impactful and is- inspiring. And yeah. uh, to to raise the awareness of the of this disease because uh, not many people uh, know about this disease and uh, how we are suffering from this. It is uh, caused by the the bacteria, and you have over over action of the immune system, which uh, which uh, damages all uh, all your uh, systems, digestive system and uh, and uh, heart and all your organs. This bacteria is uh, is very uh, is very harmful, <laughs> and uh, and I'm inspiration also for my child because I have son, and when he sees me uh, overcoming my problems, uh, even the health problems, and being a leader, and uh, 
this beca- this becomes an inspiration for him. It, it is. Um, it's incredibly inspiring. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. It's amazing, and all that you've achieved um, just goes to show, like you say, showing that you can live a normal, not not just a normal life, but you can thrive. You can really yes go quite far. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I guess um, that ties in very nicely with COP twenty seven. You're going, and you're gonna. It's in it's in Egypt, which is obviously your home country. So. What does COP27 mean to you and what do you hope happens? Uh, I, I am responsible for the Youth and Future Generations Day, the thematic days in the COP27. So I'm proud Egyptian, not just uh, participating in the, the COP27 process, but also to have uh, to have my country are hosting is hosting this uh, this this great event in uh, in our uh, in our country. It is a pride for all of us. Amazing. That's yeah. It's really, it's really exciting, um, especially for you because you're because you're going to be there as well. Um, yes. So, what more do you think needs to happen? Because obviously, there's there's startups like your own which are really exciting, um, but you can't do it on your own. I hope that uh, all the the African countries cooperate together. Because you know that African continent has a very small amount of emission. We are the most the most vulnerable country or the most vulnerable continent of climate change. Mm. So we really need to 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 develop climate change policies, and we we really need an effective climate change action. Mm. Uh, here in Africa. Okay, lovely. Um, right, so we're out of time, but that's brilliant. That's um, that's a really exciting story, and I think it's it's actually really inspiring all that you've Thank all that you. you've done as well. And I hope that um, you have a, a really a, a really good time at COP twenty seven, and it's really productive as well. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. You. So, so good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed talking to you and talking about the UK and my yeah. plan. It was yeah. really uh, good. No, it's, it was really interesting. So thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to My Climate Story, a podcast series brought to you by the Advancement Team at the University of Leeds. For more stories about our global Leeds community, follow us on social media at, at Leeds Alumni or If you've got a story that you'd like to share, email alumni at leads.ac.uk.